Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Parents' involvement in their kids' lives is huge in this country. Look at the responses in Saskatchewan and Alberta, and of course, New Brunswick, where it began with uh, the Premier, who's been a guest on this program on a number of occasions. Now, in Utah, the state of Utah, legislation likely will pass the state legislature, as I understand, within the next week plus, and it will require children under 18 to receive parental consent in order to log on to websites like Facebook and Tumblr or Reddit and other online services. Our guest has spoken with legislators in two dozen other U.S. states interested in similar legislation, and not unlike the Protecting Young Persons from Exposure to Pornography Act under consideration in this country. That's Senate legislation. More on that is to come, of course, which would require a user to verify his or her age before being able to access pornography websites. Jordan Tischer is uh, the Utah State Representative who has been very much involved in this particular legislative effort. He joins us on the Roy Green Show. Mr. Tischer, thank you very much for the time. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Roy. Explain the legislation, please, to us, and, and why now? Yeah, well, this has been a two-year effort that we've worked on in the state of Utah and really seen a harm that's happening with minors in their unchecked use of social media and the social or the uh, the mental health issues that's been caused by it. And so we, we worked really hard this last year to put together some initial legislation, and we've been tweaking it. And, and uh, just yesterday, it passed out of the uh, House and Senate in Utah, and we'll be going to the governor's desk to, uh, to be signed. And we really feel like this legislation is going to help stem the tide of those mental health problems that we're seeing in our state. We had a, a, a young a young man, uh, thir- I think 13 or 14 years of age last year, in British Columbia who had been exploited. They call it sexploitation online, and he committed suicide. And I keep thinking when kids harm themselves because of what's happened to them online, how they have been bullied and, and blackmailed, these are kids who don't have any life experience, or not much of it. I keep thinking every time, Mr. Tisha, that we're going to do something about this. We will have to find a way to protect kids. I'm not sure of the best way to do it. So how would this legislation, in fact, work? What, how, do, how, does it, how do parents get involved in their kids' lives in the Utah law? Yeah, so, so we have two, two bills that we worked on. The first one really imposes restrictions on minors using social media and giving parents and tools parents tools to be able to help uh, engage with their children's accounts. So it makes tech companies use an age assurance process so they can segregate between adult accounts and minor accounts. It disables search engine indexing for minor accounts. 
It uh, makes default privacy settings for minors that would limit the direct messages, the visibility and sharing features to only the friends of those uh, children. It also disables features that lead to excessive use like autoplay, push notifications, um, endless scrolling, and then it prevents companies from collecting and selling data tied to minors' accounts. So that's one bill. The other bill that uh, has passed really is a way for parents to hold these companies accountable for when they allow minors on the site and it's caused mental health issues. So it essentially says that if you're a social media company that uses curated algorithms and what we're calling engagement-driven design features, those things like I mentioned before, the autoplay and uh, endless scrolling, et cetera, uh, and that minor on the site has, has developed mental health issues, then they would have a private right of action to be able to sue the social media companies for those damages. But we also presented a wide safe harbor for the social media companies that said, if you'll do four things, if you'll limit the time that minors can be on the platform to under three hours, if you limit them at night from 10.30 to, to 6.30 a.m. that they can't get on the platform, if you get their parents' permission, similar to a waiver, knowing that there's, there's potential harm on this side, if they were going to go to a, a trampoline park or something else, they'd have to have a parent sign. And then lastly, if they'll disable those engagement-driven design features, then the presumption flips and the social media companies uh, have a presumption if they were to be sued for the harms that a minor had on their site. So how has this legislation been accepted in the state of Utah? I know you had to amend the original bill, but in a a broad perspective, including parents, how has the legislation been accepted? I think really well. And in fact, the reason we brought the legislation in the first first place was because there were parents that came to us and said, I'm doing everything I possibly can to try to protect my kids online, and it's just not enough. These algorithms are just too powerful. Kids can find ways around the system, et cetera, and it's causing real harm. We've also had a a really strong uh, media campaign over the last year. If you drive in Utah, there's billboards around warning parents of the dangers of social media. We've had commercials on TV and on radio helping them understand the harm of social media. And and I think especially this year compared to last year when we were the first state uh, in the United States to really pursue regulation in this space, I, I think the state has come along. They see the problem and they want to find a solution. And this is for children under 18, right? Correct. So you've also had interest from other states in the U.S. and a significant number, which leads me to ask you this question because it's something we've talked about here. And is it your experience or your feeling that parents are being intentionally marginalized, even vilified, um, and, and their input into their children's lives is being not so gradually reduced? Uh, that's a good question, and, and it's a question, a, a similar question we get all the time is, well, isn't this just the parents that should be in charge of this? Can't they just do this on their own? Why does the government need to be involved in this? And, and again, like I said before, this came out of parents coming to us saying they're doing all that they can. Mm-hmm. And in the United States and Canada in the last year, these social media companies made $11 billion off of minors. There's wow. a lot of incentive for them to be able to... Uh, find ways to get these minors addicted to their platforms, even when you have good parents doing what they're supposed to and trying to protect their kids. And so I I don't think this is a 
a silver bullet to the problems that we're seeing here. It's going to be a combined effort where the state comes in and provides guardrails as regulation. Um, but parents still need a very strong active role in the lives of their kids to make sure that they're protected. And for one kid, an hour on a social media site is going to be too long. It's going to cause irreputable harm where for other minors, you know, maybe three hours is okay, but, but it's, it's, learning and working together with parents and these these minors with you know the regulations that we have the social media companies schools everything together working to try to stem this real pandemic of of mental health issues that we're seeing coming out of social media what sites um i i mentioned facebook and tumblr and reddit earlier but what sites uh, are are in fact i'll use the word targeted well you know it, it I'll, I'll say we've worked really closely with Meta, you know, that has Facebook and Instagram. We've worked really closely with Google that has, you know, their sites like you know, YouTube and, and uh, other Google spaces. We worked closely with um, Snapchat, with uh, TikTok, um, with, you know, even, even companies that don't really have a lot of minors like LinkedIn and, and others that want to make sure that they're not going to be violating the law in the way that they, they move forward. And, and, you know, something that was really interesting to me as I've been working closely with the social media companies is they recognize the harm that's there. And they've even told me in closed door, me closed door meetings that they have ways that they could help protect kids in some ways, but they're afraid that if they implement those tools and other social media companies don't, that they'll just lose their market share, that the, the teens will move off of their site and go to some other site. And so they're asking us to come in and establish that the, the the ground rules, right? The the, uh, the the playing field, and if everyone's operating under the same rules, then they can do that. But they don't want to be the the first one out that then loses uh, on the huge amount of capital that they could get out of these kids. And the bill just requires, or will require, in a couple of days, the the governor's signature. Correct. Yeah, the governor has um, twenty days to review all the legislation that we've passed in our session. And so I would expect uh, within the next week or two, he will sign those pieces of legislation. They don't actually go into effect until October 1st. So we have a delayed implementation to give time for these social media companies to implement uh, and comply with the regulations in the bill. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.